it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Theme Park Stand Podcast. This is Chris. I'm here with Jen, as always. We've got some news to talk about today. Yeah, first piece of news being the fact that me and Chris are fist fighting over him voting for Pantheon over Iron Guazi on Coaster 365's, what is it, March Madness? Yeah, I mean, I, that, bro? I just wanted to show it some love. I mean, I knew, I know it's not going to beat Iron Guazi, so I was like, you know what? Um, it's safe to say that it'll win. I'll show Pantheon some love. What if it loses by one vote? Ooh, if if Iron Guazi, you mean if Pantheon yeah. wins by one vote? Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, you know what I meant. Okay, I know what you meant, and I, and that would be crazy. And then I would shame, shame, shame. I would like a very serious shame, like an admission of guilt tweet. Yeah, um, I I will post that if Pantheon wins by one vote. Okay, perfect. Or if it ties, because that you also contributed to that. True. You're very, you're very true. All right, but in all seriousness, <laughs> um, <laughs> the first thing to talk about really is Aeronautica landing, opening at Carowinds. We finally have an opening date. Yeah, I'm excited. Was that April seventh? Um, yep, April seventh. Super exciting. Um, I think it looks awesome so far. Yeah, it looks great. That area of the park in the past was just very bland and boring, and there was really nothing to do back there other than their swinging ship that they used to have. Um, so it's definitely a good addition, and seeing all the testing of all the rides is pretty cool. Yeah, and I think the location, like right now I kind of feel like when I'm at Carowinds, Top Gun Talon is a little, like, on its own with the plane theme mm. maybe i'm wrong so i think that this is going to tie it into the rest of the park really well and it's going to look great yeah it and not even on its own with a plane theme it was really back there by itself there was nothing else really in that whole side of the park um i don't know i i didn't i, I wasn't or i've never been to carowinds when thunder road was open i don't know where that station was or anything so i don't know if that was in that area or not before um but yeah there's there was nothing but now it's going to be a fun area to be in walking from afterburn up to, you know, passing through the new area, going up to Copperhead strike. So. Yeah, that would be really good. I did also acknowledge the fact that you called Top Gun Talon afterburn. Um, Ooh, yeah. Sorry about that. Top Gun Talon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it'll really be a good addition to that park. It looks super cool so far. Um, the rides are already testing from what I saw. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm super excited for that addition. Yeah, Zamperla made a killing off that park to, this year. <laughs> yeah, they really did. It seems like they did a lot in that park. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to see it getting some love, though, um, getting some addition there, because mm -hmm. hopefully that means more of Cedar Fair's smaller parks are going to get some love in the coming years. Yeah, I would like to see some of those flat rides go to other Cedar Fair parks, because I know my home park Kings Island definitely needs flats. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Cause I don't know much about Kings Island, but I know that is my one thing. I was talking about it before with Cedar point. Some of the Cedar fair parts don't really do a great job of being family parks. And in mm -hmm. the end, like you do have to have family aspects to your park or else. What are the right. kids going to do? You're not going to get a bunch right. of dogs. 
I agree. Not unless you're Thuzies. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of Cedar Fair, uh, Cedar Point, anyway, released their uh, list of early entry rides this year. And I I would say that the reaction to that has been kind of uh, meh. Yeah, you guys lost Maverick, but you could stare at that cat's ass all day. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, there's everything is in the boardwalk area and you have Gatekeeper and Wild Mouse, which are going to be your only two coasters for early entry. Um, yeah, I I've been hearing some things along the lines of they may s- extend that later uh, once they figure out all their staffing and everything. Um, but that's kind of uh, I would have waited to release all those details. Yeah, so from what I'm seeing, I I don't really have sources right here because, to be honest, I just don't remember where I got it from. Um, But I do remember people who were screenshotting, like, they had screenshots from years prior that the early entry list was much more than this. Um, I would would be a little upset seeing the cuts because I know at some point Seal Vengeance was on that list. Maverick was on that list. um, Millie was on that list. So I would be like, like, that's a pretty significant change. Yeah. And um, your only big time coaster that has the capacity for all these people that come in for early entry is Gatekeeper. And, you know, it's Gatekeeper. Um, yeah. And then the I, the source, the where I read this was on Twitter on everybody thinks it's Tony Clark's burner account for Top Throw Dragster updates. So that's who posted the staffing stuff. So maybe. Yeah. I really hope that that's an actual, I really hope that that's an actual like thing that's happening because I really think I, I saw a lot of treats tweets too, that were like early entry is literally just going to give me time to go to the back of the park and wait in line for Maverick. Exactly. That's valid because I wouldn't go like gatekeeper doesn't usually have a line. I'm not going to go into early entry to go sit in gatekeepers line. Yeah. That's why they call it gate sleeper. Yeah. (laughs) It's literally, this is their ploy to make gatekeeper have a line. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get that. They want to make everybody experience the boardwalk boardwalk. You should have those rides in a few others. I think they're maybe what their thought is. That, you know, people aren't going to wait for Gatekeeper because it generally doesn't have that long of a line um, on most days. And then who's going to wait? You know, it's a wild mouse. You're going to ride it once and then be done with it, probably, you know. Um, So, I mean, maybe they're trying to keep everybody there so they can they have to experience that area. But I think that's I think that's a bad move. Yeah, I don't think that's going to go well for them. I think it's going to turn into people going to ride what they really want to ride and waiting in those lines early. Yeah. Now, I wonder if they close off to where, like, you can't enter certain parts of the park until it's actually open. Then they're going to be rope dropping them. You see that happen at any other park. The moment that rope comes down, they're going to be, people are going to be running. The running of the bulls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's you're either going to see people go and wait at the other rides or you're going to see people just not show up for early entry. Yeah. I mean, I'll do it, you know, the first time I go just so I can get the wild mouse credit and then whatever, I can just come in the normal opening time from now on after that. Yeah. Unless they change this list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless they change that. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Yeah. 
So completely changing the subject, <laughs> going to pop over to Busch Gardens, Tampa Bay, my home area. Well, I guess half of my home. Um, but Serengeti Flyer, um, if you guys haven't seen, if you haven't been on Twitter, I don't even think the park really announced this. Um, people just showed up at the park and there was a sign outside that Serengeti Flyer is going to offer two different experiences. Yeah. Uh, which is, I think, I think this is the first of a kind for, for an SNS Flyer or uh, yeah, Flyer Scream and Swing um, where they're doing a milder ride cycle um, that's not as fast or doesn't go as tall from 1 p.m. or sorry, from open until 1 p.m., right? Yeah. And then the wilder ride where it does the full cycle, full, you know, height and speed from 1.15 p.m. to close. So that's that's definitely something different. Yeah, that's going to be a huge change. It's going to make that ride so much more accessible for so many people Um, because there's a lot of people that just don't like those. Me being one of them, I will ride them, but I don't like them. Um, but it isn't a beautiful location. So it's going to make that ride, I think, much more accessible to those people who aren't into the big thrill rides. Right. Especially those kids that are, you know, still kind of small enough to where they don't want to do the huge rides. And then um, it'd still be fun for everybody that loves extreme rides as well, just to see those views of the it's going over the safari area get some yeah it goes over like one of the safaris so it is a really cool view it's in a really beautiful location um yeah it'll be interesting to see if that changes the if that changes like the amount of people that are waiting in line for it for sure because i i definitely saw some of the media day people i don't know if anyone here is watching coaster studios videos or amusement insiders reels we have one friend who went and she loves thrill rides but she was like she was freaking out i don't think she expected it to be as crazy as it was um if you haven't seen them check out their videos on it they both featured her and she's absolutely insane in them um but yeah i think it ended up being a lot more intense than a lot of people really thought it would be yeah, I mean, it is the world's tallest scream and swing, so. Yeah, that's a, that's a no for me. <laughs> I need some liquid courage for that one. I I really enjoy them. I mean, I ride them whenever out of the park. That's what I really like to see at Kings Island. Um, I don't know if it'll happen, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big flat ride person. Um, it really comes down to that. I'm not a big flat ride person. Um. I'm generally not either. I don't really like to spin around and around, but the swings are fine. But the the spinning, no thanks. Yeah, the swings definitely better, but I still yeah I need some encouragement. Um. So yeah, you you have more experience on this next news topic, or not experience, but like more knowledge of the Disney stuff. So what's going on down there? Yeah. So popping over an hour away, we're gonna pop to Magic Kingdom. Um. As most of us have been, I, I guess not most of us, Chris, I don't really know how much you've cared this much about the Disney stuff, but some of us have been waiting for Tron to open for five years. I think they announced it five years ago. And today, March 20th, was the first official day of soft opening. Um, the official opening is not until April 4th, um, but it was they just randomly announced a soft opening 
and that was happening today. So seeing a lot of footage coming out of that and a lot of people that are really excited to be riding it. Um, yeah. As well as going into, sorry, going into kind of the same topic. This is also the first time it seems like Tron and Guardians of the Galaxies Galaxy are going to keep their virtual queues at the same time. Um, so ever since virtual queues were announced, Disney, once the new ride opened, Disney removed the virtual queues from the previous ride. Um, and this is the first ride that they announced that they are absolutely keeping virtual queues for both. So that's going to be interesting for sure, because I know most pass holders will make their reservation for Epcot, get a virtual queue, and then go to whatever park they actually want to go to after two so it'll be interesting to see because everyone will have to split you have to pick a park at 7 a.m yeah hmm, that's interesting i do like disney i went to i've been to magic kingdom so i they're fun they're fun places i'm i'm excited to go to the other you're not a disney adult <laughs> not that you don't like disney you're not some crazy disney adult it's true yeah that's true i went with my nieces so i wasn't there just for me <laughs> But that's so much fun. Going yeah. with the kids is always fun. It is. It was a blast. Well, us crazy-ass Disney adults have been staring at the Tron building for the last four years, just staring at it, waiting for it to open. So especially when it was just standing there pretty much done and doing nothing, it was like torture. Yeah. Torture. There's other stuff going on down there, isn't there? Yes, there is. So... Also with this, completely off of the subject of coasters, but still in the subject of, of course, theme parks and amusement, um, we have Happily Ever After coming back to the Magic Kingdom on April 3rd. Um, this is probably the most excited that I have been for any show anywhere to come back. Um, and then we also have, right now it's a temporary show, and it was a temporary show before, but Epcot Forever is also coming back that same exact day until we get a new nighttime spectacular that will replace Harmonious at Epcot. So both super exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. I've definitely seen the, you know, the little previews or whatever on videos from people that have been down there. So they look really cool. Yeah. They did the cast preview to happily ever after a couple nights ago. And I'm not even going to lie. The moment the first note hit, I, I died. I, I was bawling. I'm sitting at my desk, like bawling my eyes out. Someone sent it to me and I was like, I can't like, I cannot watch this. It's physically not possible. <laughs> um, so I'm, I am beyond excited for this. I, the, I'm going to be in Disney, um, in a little less than a month. And I know that the moment that first hit, that I don't even think I'll remember what I see the first time I see the show again. Yeah. I think I'm just going to cry so hard the whole entire time. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's really awesome that some of these things that they have, have that much like emotional attachment for people that the minute that it comes back, it's just like, there it is, you know? And then it's just like, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I literally felt my whole body get warm and I like shook a little bit and then I was just crying. And I was like, I can't even imagine what I'm going to look like, or like, I can't even imagine what it's yeah. going to be like. Um, I think the date I'm seeing it is like the 18th. Um, I can't even imagine. I'm a little scared for it. If I'm being honest, I think I might just pass out. <laughs> but, yeah. It's Disney does a really really good job at pulling they can pull any emotion out of you and 
they ha they do the perfect amount of pulling those like the IPs that you love so much from your childhood that just like they hit you in the feels real good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we had we went to Disney on ice up here not too long ago, and just seeing all those you know the people uh, the characters and whatnot from the movies that came out when I was a kid, it was like oh, I remember that, and then I was like thinking about my childhood and everything. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really beautiful how they're capable of doing that. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. The podcast after I see happily ever after for the first time, I may be on the podcast crying. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, moving on back to coasters. Um, and this isn't really news. It's just a, hey, it's almost spring up here. Well, actually, it is spring now up here in the northern half of the country. And signs are pointing towards parks opening because we have trains back on the tracks and testing has started up here at least it, at king's island it has so um i can't wait i'm ready to get this season going yeah so am i so um i think i might have i i think my season may start a little earlier than yours i think the first park that i'm getting to in the pa area is hershey park on april 1st um what's the first park you get to go to so April 14th will be Kings Island's pass holder preview day. So that will be my first trip of the year. Okay, perfect. So not too much after. Yep. We'll okay. still get there. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. All right. So before we get to some questions, because we do have some of those lined up and ready to go. Jen, you went to Bush Gardens Williamsburg over the weekend for what was it? Irish celebration? Um, I just looked up at St. Patrick's Day celebration, so we were gotcha. close. Um, but yeah, I did. I went for a day trip, which anyone from Philly, I don't know if I could recommend that. It was four and a half hours both ways. Um, pretty dead by the time I got home. Um, but yeah, it's if you guys don't know, St. Um, Bush Gardens Williamsburg has an Ireland section, and they put on this pretty big St. Patrick's Day celebration. They have like local um, step dancing or Irish dancing schools and some bands going on. They also do like a special version of Celtic Fire, which I really enjoyed. If you've never seen Celtic Fire, that is already an amazing show. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. They have like a leprechaun out there for a meet and greet. Um, and a couple rides open, like nothing too crazy. Like, I think I was just saying to you, Chris, that, um, Alpengeist was even closed, which I think Alpengeist was supposed to be open. Um, so it was a little surprised there. Was Loch Ness Monster open? I feel like it, this was the first weekend for the, to be open, wasn't it? So I thought that it was open. I thought that it was open. To, to be honest, I don't even think I saw anything cycle all day other than Alpengeist was cycling. But when we went over there, it wasn't open. Um, um, by the way, by the way, sorry to interrupt. You're calling it Alpengeist. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Talent of the Alps. Talent of the Alps. Talent of the Alps. Talent of the Alps. I think I said it enough now to maybe cover all the times I said Alpengeist. Okay. Um yeah, Town of the Alps. Damn, I'm. I even corrected you earlier. Yep. <laughs> Oof. I'm fired. Um, but yeah, I. I think the only thing we actually physically saw running with people on it this time 
were Finnegan's Flyer, which we did ride, and Tempesto, nothing else thrill ride-wise we saw people on, which was kind of upsetting. But at the same time, like, we were really there to watch the shows and experience all of that. Um, Celtic Fire alone was, like, well worth the trip. Um, Yeah, and they do – this is actually gross in the second that I – it's probably not gross. It probably isn't. But I could not bring myself to order it. But for St. Patrick's Day, they do green beer. And it's literally dyed green Budweiser. And I was like, that sounds awful. And there were so many people drinking it. And I was like, that looks awful. That sounds awful. I would not put that in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of places here that do that. Like at your you know, local bars and whatnot. And... I don't know what the uh, the like like what makes somebody want to drink something that has, just has a bunch of food coloring in it. Yeah, and I know like for some past members it's free. Like I think SeaWorld does it for free on St. Patrick's Day. I think Bush Gardens Williamsburg it's free on St. Patrick's Day. But even if it's free, I don't know if I'm drink. I don't want to drink a Budweiser. I don't want to drink a dyed green Budweiser. Who whose idea was that? Budweiser? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Literally Bush, but yeah, I yeah, no thank you. I I'll pass. Yeah, it it was not something I wanted to do. I was literally sitting there like this is not real. That and I know I mentioned you do like this leprechaun meet and greet. There's this leprechaun, I think. I'm looking now. His name is Clancy. He is kind of terrifying looking. Have you looked him up? No, but I feel like I have to now if he's terrified. Yeah, look him up. I feel like if I was a kid, I'd be very scared. I'm looking him up right now. Clancy. I can't wait for oh. you to see this. The stilt walkers were my favorite part. They were super fun. Um, But Clancy, I feel like, I don't know. Maybe I can do without Clancy. Oh, yeah, I see him here. Isn't he kind of scary looking? Uh, yeah, I mean, he looks more like a troll. <laughs> Yeah, like his head is like his head is huge. Yeah. Yeah, he was a little scary. I did not do the meet and greet with Clancy. Um, I saw him one second and I said, I'm a little scared. I'm gonna go. Huh. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me, dog. Yeah, it's a pass for me, dog. Um <laughs> I do I did get this really good. I don't think it's, I think it's only available for the St. Patrick's Day celebration, which is really sad because it's, oh, wait, I guess there's one more weekend. So if you're going through the last weekend of it, um, I highly recommend the Guinness um, pudding. Oh, it's a Guinness mousse. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It was just like a chocolate mousse that was made with Guinness. I would 100% get that again. It was delicious. Yeah, and hopefully Talent of the Ops will be open for you. Yeah, I really hope Town of the Ops is open for you because, oh, Verbolton was open when I was there too, but we didn't go ride Verbolton. Um, but yeah, Town of the Ops, um, I hope it's open for you because Town of the Ops is a pretty, it's a pretty good town variation. Yeah, I, uh, when I was there, I, I missed out on the credit. It was, it was like down and then back up and then the line was long and then down again. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I can't wait to get back there. So I know a lot of people say that Talon is like Talon. <laughs> Guys, yeah. I swear. I'm trying. 
Talent of the Ops. A lot of people swear Talent of the Ops is like the best invert. And it's it's really good, but it's so positive heavy that I don't remember a single thing that happens on it ever. Um, I hit that first drop and then I get to the end and I'm like, what? What? Yeah. I'm deceased. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just it's one of those that I gray out on so bad that I, I think my major issue is that it's so pretty and the park is gorgeous and the spot, like you, you were at the park, you just missed the credit. So I'm sure you saw like the way it dives, like with the log flume, it's beautiful. I just want to be able to like appreciate that terrain, but I see anything after the first drop ever. My goal is to ride the scoot and get a, you know, video footage of, talent of the alps coming through right next to it but i would have to keep riding a log flume all day <laughs> yeah that part Whatever. would be kind of crappy you, there is a really good video spot though i don't know actually if you can get the log flume it might be on the other side of like it might be hard because it's on the other side of the bridge there's a spot that is technically a smoking area but it's like it almost looks like this hanging picnic area like it's over the side. Yeah. It's like it's, on the side of the mm-hmm. hill or whatever. And you can see like Town of the Ops' first drop is like right mm-hmm. there. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's really beautiful. I like yeah. that seating area. It just does really suck that it's a smoking area. So that part stinks, but it's a beautiful spot to like sit and watch the two of them, and you can get some really good footage from right there. True that. But yeah, so not too much really to report on Bush Gardens Williamsburg um, this weekend. Just some good shows, really. Um, good shows, some decent beer, and that awful green beer. That yeah. was about all the update. <laughs> but yeah, I think we were going to answer some more questions that yeah. we have on our Twitter. Yeah, bringing down some, some questions. So we were... Um, very honestly, we were very last minute in asking for questions this week. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we were both just a little crazy throughout the day. So not too many questions, but let's go. Um, so let's start with surveillance asked, how will you cope once Talon reaches the end of its service life? Well, um, I'm going to relay this to you because I know this is going to be one heck of an answer. Yeah. Um, Dorney Park, if you're listening, can you skip like three minutes? Um, so I will be chaining myself to the supports of talent and refusing to move until they agree to retrack it and advertise it like they did Nemesis. And if that, I, I don't know, I'm going to have to find like multiple chains Houdini shit. Um, but I will not be capable of removing <laughs> being re- what <laughs> I will not be capable of being removed from the supports of talent until they agree. These are the terms. <laughs> They're just going to take everything else down and leave that one support there. <laughs> yeah. The one support that I mean, and then part of talent can always be there. The one support they'll take it down around me. That's fine. No, they're not allowed to take it down. They have to keep it forever. It's going to be retracted. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Can we stop talking about Talon's end of service life? Like, I already have to deal with the fact that Kumba's almost at the end of service life. Yeah, I mean, I feel I like 
some of these so, like really these star coasters, they got to be retracted, right? I mean, yeah. it would only make sense that you would retract them because they're popular. I think Theme Park Predictions just did a video on this. To, I think he did it, released it today. Which like, which B and M's would you retract that are older than twenty five years old? So Talon's not on there. It's not that old. So I was gonna say, like, yeah, how did I not know about this video? Yeah. Um, yeah. So interesting. I need them to retrack it. I need them to agree to it. Um, if not, I will be. I'm gonna be like the people. So not to bring this all back to Disney, but um, do you know like any of the surrounding stuff around like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride closing? No. There was a website and like people protesting and it was a huge thing like the magic kingdom was wild when wow. mr joe's wild ride closed and that's gonna be me i'm gonna be standing there with signs i'm gonna be a nuisance they're gonna have to call security on me it's fine i feel like, fine. I, feel like I would be the same way if they if cedar point ever was like okay maverick's closing i'm like no it's not i'll be joining you i'll join yeah. you on that one too okay that's good um so I have another question here from Aaron Smith, who it's a two-parter. Are you ready for the season to start? Which I think we kind of said. And what's your most anticipated ride this year? Oh, okay. So most anticipated new ride? I, I'm i going to say Wildcats Revenge. I don't think there's in the Northeast. I don't really think there's another answer to that, to be honest. Yeah. Um I after that or like just one for the new opening of the season, I would probably say Stormrunner at Hershey Park. I yeah. think. Yeah. What about you? So yes, definitely excited for the season to start. And mm, most anticipated, I think it's Wildcats Revenge maybe slightly airy force one um it's 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 they're neck and neck and if i had to put like a a second one in there it'd be zambezi zinger because some of the photos that worlds of fun is sharing that looks awesome the banking on that um and then for an already you know your everyday coaster i mean it's got to be maverick <laughs> i can't wait to ride that every time yeah riding maverick again, for the start of the season has to be like the best feeling in the world. I mm -hmm. don't know when I'm going to make it to Cedar Point, but I know I will be running my ass to Maverick. Yeah, for sure. All right. So let's move on. So I have TJ is cool. And he just said why. And this is 100% fishing. But um, I'm going to awkwardly be like Paramore. Like the why? This is why. Have you listened to Paramore's new album? If you haven't, you have to. Okay, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to it. Go listen to Paramore's new album. It's fantastic. Haley Williams is our Lord and Savior. Um, all right. Seer Kev said, kind of off topic from theme parks, which it's not, but... A little off topic. Um, what is your go-to beer? Well, um, I'm really simple when it comes to beer. And um, there's really two that I like the most. And um, 
One is from a brewery that's kind of local here, but it's actually from, I believe, Scotland, which would be Brewdog. Uh, and that would be Elvis Juice. Love that stuff. And then give me a good Miller Lite. I'm good. Yeah, I am the complete and utter opposite of that. <laughs> um, if I'm in Florida or anywhere that has a good IPA selection, like up in the Northeast, um, most of them will carry High Lie from Cigar City Brewing in Tampa, Florida. Um, that's like my go-to IPA. Like it's all, I know it's always going to be solid. Um, it's pretty fruity, um, while not being like too hazy. And then a milk, a milkshake IPA, I can almost always go for or sour. So those are like my main go-tos. If I'm drinking, if I'm drinking just like a standard beer, I lived in Colorado for eight months. I got to go with a Coors. Understandable. Yeah. I don't think I can beat it after having a fresh one from the Coors facility. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that fresh Coors is the best Coors. They were fantastic. And they used to be like three bucks when you went down there. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, I think we have one more here, which is like real random. Um, Slytherin Rob says, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? <laughs> I have no and, idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so funny story. CoasterNet did a series called um, Beat the Beast, something like that. And I was a contestant on there with Andy Rabarchek, who was one of the hosts. And that was one of my questions. I had no idea what it was. And I missed the question. But uh, Slytherin Rob, the answer is 24 miles an hour. <laughs> I wish I knew what that question even meant, too. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like it's a bird, right? It's got to be a bird. I don't know. Let's spend a little bit of time at the end of our podcast to look this up. Do you guys all want to figure out what this is, too? Great. You're coming for the ride. Google machine, go. Google. I have to go back and find it, though. Uh, I think it's a bird, yeah. A swallow is a bird. Well, I knew that part. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the unladen means. Unladen swallow. Let's see. Oh. It's a quote from a movie. Ooh, what movie? Python and the Holy Grail. That's right. He did say that when I was on the on that game show. That's right. I would have no idea. I don't know if I've ever seen that. So really, it's a uh, movie from the 80s, I think. Early 90s, 80s. You did know that it was 24 miles. <laughs> It's a quote from a movie and you need the actual answer. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea it was a movie quote, but I mean, I did, but I forgot because he told me on the game show that it was, but then I forgot over the years and now I remember again. I, I'm impressed. I yeah. <laughs> did not know either of that, um, but it apparently also is a way to say that something is overly technical okay 
overly technical. Makes Lots sense. of thoughts into our <laughs> random, what do you want to hear? I love it. Yep. I uh, love it. Yes. I mean, it's the best. I just want our questions to be all over the place so we can be all over the place. Exactly. You can ask us anything. We really? don't need to, it doesn't need to be theme park related because that's obviously not. The fact that we went from beers to bird, like, I think shows how all over the place. And you know what else kind of is like in the bird topic? Talon. Talon at Dirty Park. <laughs> um, but actually, wait, we're going to hop on and talk about um, separately. We're going to talk about today's match matchups for, um, what is it? Coaster? What does he call it? Coaster um, Madness. Yeah. Today's matchups were nuts. I-305 and Skyrush against Pan Pantheon and Iron Gwazi. That was a hard, like, Pantheon and Iron Gwazi wasn't a hard one. Anyone who yeah. voted for Pantheon is wrong. Um, I-305 and Skyrush, though, that's... That one's hard. That's a hard one. I mean, it was easy for me because I've never, I haven't been on Skyrush yet. So obviously I voted for I-305, but I still think that would remain the same, even if I had ridden Skyrush. Yeah, so I don't think that I can really say yet because I do not have this overly obsessed Skyrush view, but that's because I've only ridden it four or five times and I've been told by multiple people that you have to ride it like 10 or 11 times and finally on that 10th or 11th time you're like wow this is like insane so hopefully i will get there maybe on opening day i'll get there we'll see um but i don't i don't know i don't think i'm in the best position to choose between them yet obviously i'm not because i only have one of the credits so i picked the one that i credit i that i do have so yeah, I have to do that so much in his coaster madness, and then I feel like such a fraud, but then I was like, I have to support the ones that I actually know and like. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, speaking of Coaster365, uh, he's going to be on soon, right? Yes, guys, don't forget that we are going to, um, next week's release, we're going to have our first guest, and that is going to be Brian at Coaster365. Woo! We're going to be talking about um, Bryant and I are going on a trip to Texas where we're also being met with um, by Mike and Kelly from Exploring Forces um, and Mike from Drunk Riders, obviously. Um, but yeah, we're going to be meeting up with them down in Texas and then we're going to be popping on to talk about our trip. That is going to be one exciting, exciting episode. And I think this one. I wanted to see this. This may be our first full video release episode if we can get everything right. So be on the lookout for that. That will be on the YouTube, um, on our YouTube, not the YouTube, but our YouTube. On the YouTube machine. <laughs> I feel like I'm like an 80 year old man. That's on the YouTube. It's on the YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm super excited to um, get an episode out with video. So be on the lookout for that in the coming week. <laughs> in yeah, the coming it's, week. it's gonna be fun. No Ahsoka in this video, though, unfortunately, guys. She did not join. Guest Zero is not on episode four. Yeah. She was, she's down by the food, right? <laughs> yeah, she's downstairs begging for food. The rest of um, my house <laughs> is eating dinner currently, and there's not a chance she's coming up here to record when there's begging that can be done. Yeah. Well, Anything else you have for this episode? 
no, I think that's it. So thanks guys for tuning in on another week of um, kind of madness. No, it was a short one, but we're expecting next week to be a little bit longer. So yeah. Well, if that's it, I hope everybody has a great day and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.